Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monday night segment of Horsefly Chronicles Radio with myself, Julia Syracusa, and Phil Syracusa. We're broadcasting live from the International Public Radio and the United Paranormal Radio Network on 105.3 FM from New Orleans. This evening's show is fully sponsored by Carnation, so we want to thank them for their sponsorship. We love them. You will have to do a few things in order to participate. Go over to the YouTube channel, UFO Paranormal Radio or International Public Radio. You can also go into all of the Facebook stations, UFO Paranormal Radio Network, UFO Undercover with Joe Montaldo, News on the Flip Side, also Twitch, SoundCloud, Podbean. Also go over to our group, Horsefly Chronicles Radio. Um, join if you haven't. And if you have any questions for our guests, please ask. So tonight, guys, we have... The most amazing guest. So please welcome to the show Jennifer Runyon Corman. Jennifer Aww. is undeniably <laughs> recognized for her appearances and characters of the who's who list of well-known sitcoms and dramas, spanning <laughs> a career over 20 years. Among her most memorable roles are Sally Frame from Another World. She's probably gonna be laughing right now. Gwendolyn Pierce, Charles in Charge. Um, she's stepping in for Susan Olsen of the, the, for Cindy Brady on A Very Brady Christmas. And we can't forget about Ghostbusters. She has guest roles on iconic hits such as Murder, She Wrote, The Fall Guy, Magnum P.I., Beverly Hills, 90210, and created the starring role for the feature film, The In Crowd, plus so many more films. Um, while Jennifer's career has been remarkable, she has also been so dedicated in giving back to the, to the community, and she's been a force in giving back to at-risk teens. So please, let's welcome Jen to the show. Welcome. Yay! Thank you, you guys. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Sounds okay, great. good. Okay, good. Oh my gosh, what a welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you That's so quite much. a resume, baby. It's uh, I, I, yeah, hearing it back, it's like, oh my goodness, <laughs> you're like, oh my goodness, I've done all that, <laughs> I did all that. <laughs> oh, you know, that was fun, that's awesome. Hey, uh, really, really quick, have you ever met Henry Winkler? I did, you know, I did once, um, when he came to the set of Charles in Charge to visit, and I was so, um, I was like a little fangirl, so I got really shy. <laughs> I'm like, hi, and I laughed. I just couldn't even, I couldn't even deal with it. It was the Fonz, you know. The Fonz, they saw the Fonz poster back in the 70s, I think it was. Yeah. The Fonz. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And all of us, we were enthralled, all of us. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, I don't even with know. your resume and your career, and um, we always like to talk about, how you got started and started within, you know, being an actress on the radio and also how you sort of got into paranormal just a little bit, you know, like the ghost thing. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Right. How this yeah. all kind of went full circle. Well, you know, I, I, I grew up my, my grandmother um, and my grandfather used to have seances in their little back room. But being a kid, I didn't really understand what was going on. But, you know, later my mother explained everything to me. But I would be at my grandmother's and my brothers and I always saw this lady walking past the bedroom that we would have to go take a nap in. And they all laughed at us, whatever. But years later, of course, as we're older, my mom's like, oh, that was mommy mommy coca blah, blah blah whatever from norway she was everywhere and i'm like oh my god you guys made us feel like we were crazy but um i kind of started in this whole uh tv and movie thing um because i was so shy my mom put me in an acting class and that's how it all started i started doing that and and i did that from God, for years, just as a kid, just to, to get over my shyness. And um, then a casting director came to talk to our class about the business. And um, he watched us do our work and he brought me in on a soap opera. And I ended up in New York for a few years doing a soap and it was crazy. 
And, wow. and that was another world. Yeah, that was another world. I had done yeah. a, a, one thing before that. Um, it's just a little nothing low budget feature. I, I, I think it came out in one city, you know, for a weekend. And it was called To All a Good Night, which it was the first Santa slasher yeah. movie. And uh, which is funny because um, my brother just sent me a, um, a thing about Quentin Tarantino just owns this studio, this uh, movie theater in Beverly Hills. And he plays all these obscure movies. And my movie's playing on December 20th. Oh and I was like, oh my God, why? But okay. <laughs> so it was very cute. My, my kids are going to go. <laughs> How do you feel watching that? <laughs> oh, you know, I, I when I see it now, I just think, oh, I was such a baby. And I was so young. And, and it was my first job. And it, you know, I couldn't watch it for years because I thought it was horrible and it, it isn't good, but, but now I can look back and, and yeah. appreciate, you know, and appreciate where I was at that time. So. That's amazing. So what was like one of the, your favorites playing, um, which role? Give me which a role? role. Oh boy. You know what? I really Hi, Nova. Sorry, my dog is right here. Um, Nova wants I, to be on camera. Yes, Nova loves to be on camera. Um, <laughs> I I really enjoyed doing the soap because I learned so much on that. And I worked with some amazing people, incredible people. Um, but I, I, I did one little movie that to this day, I think it's my favorite character I ever played. And it was called uh, A Man Called Sarge. And it's a movie that, again, it didn't really do anything, but I had just the funnest part. And I played a French spy and it was very campy and that was just fun. It was fun to just be over the top and, you know, kind of out there. <laughs> Something different, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. How was the experience playing Cindy Brady? Oh, oh my gosh. You know, it's funny because when I when I did Another World, Christopher Knight and I were boyfriend and girlfriend on that show. So when I know, right, and I, I hardly could even look at Christopher when I was doing that show because, I mean, that's Peter Brady and I'm kissing him on this soap opera. And he was a love. But I ended up, um, you know, comforted the fact knowing, okay, well, Christopher will be there because you can imagine it must have been it's hard to come in and take over someone's part yeah. for, you know, even one episode of something. And she's Cindy Brady, for God's sake, right? <laughs> so so I, I, I tell you, they were amazingly welcome, welcoming and, and loving and just terrific towards me and treated me just so well. And, and I ended up meeting Susan at a Burger King years <laughs> later. When our kids were little, I'm like, oh, my God, that's Susan Olsen. I have to go say hi to her. I mean, and I was so nervous because I'm like, oh, my God, what if she hated it? What if she but she was lovely and we're good buddies to this day. She's wow. just an angel. So that was a really fun experience. I had a great time. I mean, you can imagine you guys um, you're standing yeah, the Brady Bunch house, and you're looking at the know. staircase, and there's Alice and Mom and Dad Brady, and I mean that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but that it's so much be, fun. Yeah, that, that was the original house. Well, it uh, uh, the set, you know, uh, <laughs> it, uh, at Paramount. I don't know. I'm sure a lot of the stuff that was there was the original, but you know they kind of updated it for the the Christmas yeah. show, so it looked a little different, but. Um, that's just weird. It's just weird to be standing there. I can imagine. That was a great show, the Brady Bunch. I used to look forward to that. I'm going back to the 70s. Me too. I'm to <laughs> Me too. You know, I grew up kind of in a crazy, you know, crazy life, you know, and that was my comfort Friday night with the Brady Bunch and yeah. Partridge family. And that was... <sighs> real i don't know it felt real like real like what family should be like yeah bus full of musicians a family that's realistic but you know it just was it was lovely you know we all grew up you know appreciating those True. tv shows you know yeah, yeah. and in fact there was a 
a 13 inch black and white TV. That's what we had. With the antenna, <laughs> with the tinfoil. There were no flat screen TVs. They didn't exist. 13 inch oh color. You have good eyes, you feet. I don't know how we did it. I, I and you have to go up to the television to change the channel. <laughs> and then you, and if you had some money in the family, you had, you had a Zenith remote. <laughs> I'm telling you, you know, my grandmother, the one who did all the seances, their black and white TV. I remember being a little girl and dark shadows came on, you know, and huh. being little, you're like, oh, it's scary. But my grandma and grandpa had this projector thing that would spin a light like like you'd see christmas trees but it, what yeah. it was supposed to do is make the the picture look like there was color on it on television god my hands look so big when i do that um <laughs> but anyway um yeah it was just so i remember you know all those things we remember you know so odd i remember uh, our parents used to like make us change the channel so they didn't have to get up <laughs> we, we were the remotes we were the remotes <laughs> We were remotes. <laughs> Saturday nights were the uh, Love Boat and Fantasy Island. Oh. Yeah. And then yes. Charles and Charge. I used the to Charles and Charge is fun. Oh, that was a I loved it. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, no, I love that. That is so fun to know. You know, I I came into that show a newbie for doing sitcoms. I loved doing comedy, but I was still pretty raw. And Willie and, and Scott really helped me, you know, learn the timing. They, I mean, I just learned from them, just even watching yeah. them. And yeah. it was it was really, that was a cool place to be at that time in my career. I loved you on that show. Just and Chachi. Oh, thank you. Chachi. 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 Aw. Wow. But, um, That's awesome. Your, your daughter is a pretty decent actress, I see. Oh, thank you. Yeah, wow. she's doing really well. She's doing very well. She's done a few things, you know, that are, she's working. And, you know, she's just finished... Um, uh, three episodes of a show called Bel Air, which is the new oh. Fresh Prince of Bel Air that um, Will wow. Smith is doing, which is great. I'm so proud of her. Wow. You know, I'm so proud. I'm so proud of her. She's a good girl. She's got a good head on her shoulders. And, you know, it worries you to be in this business in this day and age. You know, it's it's an ugly business in some ways, you know. But um, I think because we've been in it, you know, she's kind of knows the ropes a little bit. and. Yeah. You know, we support her. Quite a few movies too under that she's done. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So nice. She did one called The Hatred, and that was a horror movie she did, and and uh, that was her first movie, and that's I think it's on Netflix if it's still there. I'm not sure, but she's doing really well. Thank you for for bringing up Bailey. Yeah. She's um she's a good kid, and you know we we support her 100. percent And you know, let's. Hope good things ha happen for her, you know? Of course. Well, definitely. Of course. So let's get a little bit into the paranormal, paranormal. and the ghostly mm -hmm. things. Because this we is a ghost. Yeah. Um, okay. On your bucket list, if you could investigate or go to one location that's really haunted, which one would it be and why? Oh, good question. I think I'd like to go to the Stanley Hotel. Oh. Yeah. I I do. I think that would be really cool. Um, I went to Eastern State Penitentiary, and that was that was pretty creepy. I mean, I would love to be there at investigating, not just on a tour with my daughter. Um, you know, we didn't even do the tour. We just walked it ourselves. But um, I think that would be an amazing place, the Stanley, you know, all the history there. And I... Uh, there's another, where did I hear? There's a place in, um, oh my gosh, look, I'll, it'll come back to me, but there's another place that I've always wanted to go and I can't remember now. Crazy. Yeah, well, that's definitely a good one. And then there's the Winchester house. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's where I want to go too. That oh, one, that's, my brother went there and mm -hmm. he had, he felt something on his shoulder. So, wow. Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever like come across like something dark or anything? You know, I I don't know if it was dark. I didn't. I've never felt like anything was going to hurt me. But I've had two incidents where I've been touched, and and you know when you've been touched. I mean, mm -hmm. 
there's just no if ands or buts when somebody says i've been touched and they're a little freaked you know it happened um but that was that was an interesting one we lived in a house um in uh california and i was still in bed it was the morning and you know when your eyes are still shut but you can tell the sun is shining in you know and i'm like oh i better get up soon i better get up and my <laughs> i have to sleep with one foot out and my foot was out and a hand just came like right around my ankle and the top of my foot and i shot up and there's nothing there and my husband's asleep and i, I hit him <laughs> was that you goes, what, are you, what what i'm like something just touched me did you touch me and he goes I'm sleeping. It's 7:30 in the morning. So something, you know, I felt it and there there couldn't have been anything else. There were no kids in the room. So that was one. Um wow. those, yeah, those are creepy thing. Those are creepy when that kind of stuff happens. Yeah, I mean, especially I mean, I guess if you're out looking for something, it's a different experience, but when you're not even, you know, you know, waiting for anything to happen or looking for it, it's kind of strange. Um, I had another situation. Well, I've had many, which is so crazy, but, uh, one was a house I lived in in New York. And, um, that was an experience that, that to this day, my family, uh, experienced it with me and we all, we moved within six weeks. I mean, we moved into this place and five, six weeks later, we were out and wow. moved somewhere else because it was insanely just crazy. And um, I mean, objects moving, uh, you know, feeling like you're being stared at all the time. The animals won't go upstairs, doors slamming, wow. a, an animal got, you know, stuck inside of a room. I packed a moving, right? And I packed up a music box, wrapped up all my stuff, and it was in a box. And that night before we were moving, the music box goes off, which is wrapped in a box waiting for movers. And I'm ripping that thing open and it's crazy. That's crazy. Do you know crazy. the type of history? Do you know what happened there? That, that I don't. I'm very still aware of this house. Um, it's in Westchester, uh, White Plains, actually. I, I keep an eye on it all the time because I, I somebody ha else has to have had something happen at this this house. It, it ha things happened to my mother there, my little brother, um, wow. you know, and it, it was horrifying. I mean, I, again, I don't feel anything was going to hurt me or us, but we weren't ready for that or expecting yeah. that. And, and with a little 10 year old, my brother was just 10, you know, it was scary. You know? Yeah, six weeks. I mean, if you only stayed there six weeks, something. six weeks, and um, I kept thinking, how am I going to get out of this rent? How am I going to get out of this? Mm -hmm. But I just, I just went to the landlord and went, oh, I, I'm too far from the studio. I have to go. And he was so nice about it. And I thought, mm -hmm. okay, that's weird. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know what's interesting? <laughs> Some of these locations are really haunted. And then a question I have to ask you, and then something I just thought of. Um, has anyone who's crossed over that you know that you love, like a grandparent or uncle, aunt, anybody, cousin, any relative, wolf friend, give you a sign from the other side, scent of perfume, song, and you thought of them, sign that you just see a cardinal? Yeah. yeah. I had a really interesting thing happen about three months after my mother passed away. Um, I was sleeping and woke up. It's like five in the morning and I'm like, oh good, I can go back to bed. I don't have to get up yet. So I go back to sleep and I'm dreaming. I'm, I don't know where I am, but I walk into this, I walk through the store and there's my mother sitting at this table, but she's facing me. And there's somebody's on this side with their back to me facing her. And I see her and I, I'm like, oh my God, mom. Oh my God, you, you're here. I, I miss you. Oh my God, I wanted you to come to me in my dream. You know, I'm saying all this stuff in my dream. 
And she just looks at me and smiles. And I turn and I look, and it's my mother, young, looking at my mother when she had, how she looked when she passed. And the minute I saw my mother, young, I just, oh my God, you came to me. You, you want me to remember you like this. You, you came to me. You're okay. I just knew, you know, and I, I, I woke up sobbing and an incredible comfort came over me that has stayed with me to this day. You know, I, I just know she's okay. I know she's nearby. I know she's every once in a while around. Um, that was pretty, that was pretty profound for me. <laughs> it was so real. I'm sorry. She looked young. It was dream. two of her. Like when I first walked in the door, the person facing me was her, like she looked, you know, the last five years of her life. And when I walked up to her and then I turned, it was her young, wow. like when a young mom. And I just felt this, oh my gosh, she's okay. She wants me to know she's okay. It was really incredible. That's happened to me too. I've lost friends on 9-11 and in my dreams, um, a couple of them appeared. They look really good. And um, I remember always saying to myself in the dream, I'm asking them through my mind, you can see me? And they're like, of course I can see yeah. you. And they look really good. And they somehow let you, you know that they're okay. Mm -hmm. It's it, We're okay now. We're, we're good. You know, yeah. we don't think my about how we crossed over. We're good now. And, you know, I guess we'll see when you get here type of thing. My dad did the same thing in a dream years earlier but it didn't hit me as hard but you know with him i'm walking down the street in new york and i see him in my dream and i'm like oh my god dad you're alive and he's like everything's okay i'm okay oh my god we gotta tell mom and he goes no everything just know i'm good and it didn't hit me the same way as my mom and then it but then it all kind of made sense i'm like oh my god he let me know too way back when so Wow, that's amazing. That is amazing. Really and is. it is true. And it mm -hmm. is validated by so many people. And, you know, when I said I had a thought as well, because sometimes we go into a home, um, like you're renting that location out, and it was haunted. Yeah. And I often wonder this. This is what I wonder. Is it possible that it's somehow a, an, a loved one coming through mm -hmm. that's trying to communicate with us? Or is it something or someone that crossed over that could be malevolent or like a poltergeist? How would you separate the difference? Well, I would, in my personal feeling, I would, I believe if you're not feeling any fear, um, I had a little fear in White Plains. Um, I had a little fear because I had a little brother that was young, you know, and I didn't know what was going on. But being older now, I feel like that could have been a grandparent, one of my grandparents. That could have been um, one of our dear friends that had passed, just keeping an eye on us. Wanting him. And it's interesting because it was a music box that this one friend gave me um, who had passed. Um, so, yeah, it could have been any one of those things. You just, I guess you just don't ever really know. And unless you have someone like you guys come in, you know, that you guys really, you know, you guys know all the different what to look for. I'm still I'm just I just have experiences. I've never and don't claim to know a lot about the paranormal or how things work. But I just feel like if I'm not afraid, it's either somebody, you know, or it's just somebody hanging out wanting to be have their attention. You know, we yes. we the house where I had my foot grabbed <laughs> um we could hear somebody walking all day upstairs back and forth and, and not it wasn't like the moving of a house it was literally walking back and forth yeah. and back yeah. and forth and the dog would get upset and we yeah. call it we called it tony we started acknowledging him <laughs> or her and um but I never felt afraid. And uh, my daughter was uncomfortable in that house. She kept telling me that somebody was standing in her um, bedroom doorway. And I, 
I remember being little and saying, you know, telling people the same things. And I was just, oh, go to sleep, you know. So I always was like, okay, well, what do they look like? Can you tell? Like, do they look friendly? Do you feel scared? Are you scared just because it's something you don't understand? You know, and to this day, she's she's into it, you know, because she's felt things, you know. So. Yeah, I believe that we we definitely need to be honest with our kids when they come to us with things like that. And they say they see things. So a lot of people just like to sweep it under the rug. And I yeah. think everybody's way more open now, thank goodness, than they were. Yeah. Back yeah. And, yeah. To, you know, when a child comes up to you and says, I've seen this, or, you know, talk about it. It's the best thing to do. Oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. those children, you guys have seen, I'm, I know you have. You know, the children that have, um, they, they say they've lived a different life and they, yeah. they know the make of the airplane that they yeah. flew and, and they're five, you know, and they can draw it. They can draw the emblem, you know, that's, 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 you got to say, you got to pay attention to that. And you yeah. have to, mm-hmm. you can't poo poo things with children because children really don't lie. You know, they're pretty open and honest creatures. So yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that, I do believe in reincarnation, especially when you have deja vu and you wait. I've been here. I can mm-hmm. feel I've been here. I know I've been here. Yeah. Um, chances are somehow you've been there. Um, it's amazing, and that's like going to a house and and someone's walking up and down the stairs, but there are no stairs. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's like I moved from Massachusetts to Ohio. These are the crazy little things that always happen to me. Um, so we move and I go into my new house. I've never seen it before, you know, my, our new house. And I know my bedroom's upstairs. I don't know which one it is, but my mom, you know, go on up, you find your bedroom. And I'm walking up the stairs and I'm like, there's a back scratcher in my new dresser. So I, they bought me new furniture for my bedroom. And I walked up and I, and, and there's a dresser and I open it and there's this back scratcher. I, I'd never had a back scratcher before, but I knew it was there. And I, that's kind of weird. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I need to, you know, explore this intuitiveness. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Those are all signs. Yeah. That, you know, we it's can't explain everyone... everything. Just like when you go into a location or sometimes your keys disappear and you knew where you put them, but they're not there. Mm-hmm. Or your cell phone disappears and you insist you or know. Or your shirt disappears. Or your, yeah, something disappears and you don't. <laughs> right. You know where you put it, but it's not there. Yep. Yep. That happens a lot. That happens a lot. And then you come back like yeah. 10 minutes later and it's there. And you're yeah. like, okay. And you can't that's explain. weird. Nope. Yeah. It happened. Yeah. And somehow I believe through my experience and, and having so many different people on um, that we're somehow in a multidimensional where all dimensions cross over between the physical and the spiritual and the spiritual is able to do things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, Sylvia Brown said one time, we're inside of a balloon. The yeah. spirits on the outside yeah. of the balloon, they can come and go. We're in the balloon. We don't come and go. Wow. Wow, Sylvia. I haven't heard her name in so long. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the things that she did say that enlightened me. Um, it just made sense. Yeah. You know, spirits have free will, and we're trapped in the bubble. So yeah. We're the others. Yeah, yes. we're the others. We're the others. Isn't it weird? Like, don't – I wonder if that – I mean – I love that movie, The Others, and every time I we watch too. it, I always think, like, is are we the others? I know <laughs> that in that movie, I I had no idea. I mean, I can sometimes you know you know how you can something kind of gives it away a little. That movie yeah. did not even give it away, and Sixth yeah. Sense didn't either. I was so enthralled. <laughs> but, that was one of our questions. Like, what was your mo- Like, what was your scary the scariest movie that you've ever saw that really yeah. scared you? As well, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, yeah. um, um, well, my mother had, you know, every paranormal book you could ever imagine. So I was looking at The Exorcist as like oh, an 11 year old or 12 year old. And I'm like, ah, oh, no. Um, but I read, okay, the first book 
that scared the pants off me was Salem's Lot. Oh. I don't know what it was. I think it was the the the, the floating boy in the window. <laughs> and I went, okay, this is bad. Um, Exorcist freaked the hell out of me. That um, me. Oh my God. And then I went through uh, many years where I couldn't watch any horror movies. Couldn't even. I've heard a lot of people say this. It just, it was too much. I felt like it was like hitting me, you know? I get like that with with war movies. I feel like every bullet hits me, so I I, I can't watch those too much. But horror movies, yeah. I went through years. Freddy Krueger movies, I was like, okay, dreams, no, not going there. So I only saw the first one, and then I'm like, okay, that's about it for me with the. That's creepy too. That's yeah, really creepy. they really were. Oh gosh, the dreams. Right? Remember the Freddy Kruegers and the dreams? Oh yeah. I don't like. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like anything messing with my sleep. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes the creepiest thing is in the movies what you don't see. Mm -hmm. Yes, and you really don't see, but you can feel the creep factor and the realism mm -hmm. of the movie. And it, it yeah, just with you, it's it like does. even when the movie's over, you're like looking around your shoulder. And <laughs> yeah, and I can't watch them alone, even to this day. And I'm, I'm pretty much, no, it's not, you know, the horror movies are horror movies, whatever. But I'm so, pretty sensitive, so mm -hmm. I only watch them with my hubby. <laughs> um, I get scared. Emily Rose. Oh, Emily Rose. That Emily that Rose? Oh, my God. Did you see when that? She, that was another one that I went, yeah, no. When she <laughs> crawled all freaky, I'm like, okay, that is the stuff I don't want to see. <laughs> that was so crazy. That really creeped me out. I that seen thing. that movie. I threw out the DVD because I was you, so freaked oh, out and scared. I couldn't watch the movie oh for my, years. Oh Until a few months that. ago, I finally got over it. Because that and, is, and, is you know, that was it better? About, I was really mad about that. You, you know, you're talking about possibly based on a true story. I mean, we can't sell, say what's, you know, true or false in that movie. And, um, you know, when you're into the paranormal, you know that there are similarities that people do get oppressed and possessed it's very very rare but it does yeah. happen yeah and you know that movie really did it to me and i threw out the dvd Threw it out yeah a few months ago I... I was able to watch it again i'm like okay i can get over it now oh my gosh you guys that's crazy <laughs> i know right you can things out if they creep you out though yeah that's sure? true we had like what else what else have you had we to throw had, out we had a picture when we first moved here it was a really nice, I don't know, it was a really nice picture. It used to light up, but then the lights broke. It was like, one of those pictures you plug in? Yeah. And one day, oh, uh -huh. outside with the kids, smashing it with a hammer. And I was really mad. Yeah. <laughs> this is I thought that was something that was haunting this house. Because like that was like the first six months of living in the Horsefly Chronicles home. And that's when we started to see like the shadows yeah. and whatnot. Oh I my think gosh! It was the picture. What it was the picture? It, it yeah. wasn't. And I, I just remember being really mad because it was really nice. Yeah, and then like a month later, the shadows are appearing again. I'm like, yeah. well, it wasn't the picture. Oh, yeah, like, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, when you have something, you know, I had I moved into one house in Cal. Why does this stuff follow me? I don't understand. But I'm, I'm, I think I told you this guy, this um, Jimmy's in my show, or maybe I didn't, but um, I had speakers that weren't hooked up in the ceiling. They weren't hooked up to any, you know, machine, nothing. Uh, we hadn't bought the woofer or whatever you buy to hook your, in, in the wall ceiling speakers up to. And I'm sitting there one day, I'd lived there a couple of months and it's a Sunday morning. And all of a sudden I hear like <laughs> coming from the speakers right above my head. So I turned the TV off and it's going on and on and on and on. And I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, called my husband and my daughter came in and I'm like, do you hear this? And I, I have it on video. I mean, I videotaped this and um, they're like, Oh my God, it was, it went on and on and on. And then it just stopped. It never happened again, but I recorded it. Um, and, you know, everyone's saying, well, you know, speakers, even if they're not hooked up to anything, 
it can still happen. I couldn't understand why, but and maybe that is true. Um, but Jimmy, actually, Jimmy, Jimmy Petanito, my former yeah. radio partner and my best buddy ever, um, he he took it and and enhanced it, and he got it saying he could hear it saying, "Corman is here." Wow, and that's my married last name, but wow. was, but it never happened again. It was just kind of an odd, odd thing. That is true. They do come through on electronics, yeah. speakers, oh, headphones. Yeah. They'll use anything. Yeah. yeah. The if they're strong enough around you, um, they could, yeah, they can manipulate electricity, anything. So let's talk about the show you had yes. with Jimmy, Haunted Chronicles, yeah. right? Is it yes. going to How did I get started? A lot of people want to know, too. <laughs> You know, we, the only reason we're, we're not there is because our station went down, you know, our, our um, yeah. the station owner decided he didn't want to do this anymore, you know, any shows. So, um, but I don't know, we're, we, you know, we talk about it all the time. Um, you know, we, we, Jimmy and I are best buddies, so we miss doing it. It's, we had such a fun time. I'm glad people enjoyed it. Um, we'll see. I say yeah. never say never, you know, he's just busy right now. So yeah. You know, we'll figure it out. He's but a great guy. We met him a year and a half ago. Yep. He came down to the house that we live in. Isn't he um, love? Oh, he's such a love. Such a nice guy. Yeah. He's, yeah. I remember him telling me he went to go see you guys. Yeah. yeah. Such a nice guy. Yeah. He, really he was on our top. He definitely has abilities because he was on the top of our stairs where um, things happen. And he mm -hmm. felt it. He felt it yeah. before I said it. He, you know. So he definitely has those abilities um, to pick things yeah. up. Yeah, great guy, a lot of fun. And, you know, we need people like that within the paranormal community that, you know, validate, appreciate, respect the other side. And, you know, you don't know who or what you're talking to. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, he, he, he's just got, he's, he's, he's funny. And he's, and yet he, he knows what he's doing. You know, it's, he's an interesting dichotomy, isn't he? Yes. I love Jimmy. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> and you guys really were me. You, you work so well together. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Is your husband into paranormal or ghost or has seen anything, you know, like. Oh, no. no. <laughs> oh, no. He thinks we're all nuts and that's okay. <laughs> but he thinks it's fun. Like he, he's like, oh, well, you guys are, I get it. You guys, you know, he's yes. just, you know, he's yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what it is? Some people, um, some people have the sense and the abilities and then other people can go through life yeah. with not seeing, hearing anything. I realized that. They and do. It's, it's true. Yeah. And, and um, it's as if, it's nothing bad. It's just that they're not too in this lifetime. Cause I do believe we had multiple lifetimes. I believe that in this lifetime, it's not meant for them. Mm -hmm. The way I'm not meant to be an astronaut. They're not meant exactly. to communicate and believe in the other side, yes. which is true. And you know, I respect that. Um, yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. I never looked at it like that, but you know, maybe it's every, everybody's journey is going to be different. And every time you come back, if you know, it's true. You just never you come know. Back and you experience and learn things um, that you want to, I guess, you know, whatever's yeah. pre-planned within your lifetime. I'm one of those believers that we've chosen what we want to do in a lifetime and, and, you know, the trials and tribulations and what we want to go through and experience. And some people, I believe, don't want to experience that because they probably did it in the past. Yeah. Life, yeah. You know? yeah. 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 That's you know, so true. Um, talking to you, and I have to go back to the grandparents, to the seances, because from hearing everything you're saying, and you say you still think you might be followed, I'm going to go back. Who were your grandparents trying to communicate with? You know, I don't know. I, 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 I was so young at the time that I'm not really sure. Um, they had... After my grandparents passed away, um, we found all these tapes that they recorded all their seances. And one of them, I mean, they had a medium. They had a woman who, Sally, your granddaughter, your daughter is, you know, like speaking 
yeah. you know, like being, um, oh God, what is it? I'm trying to say, you guys. Like she was, um, met, you know, in, what is it? Come on. Speaking she tongues? Was, she was, somehow something was channeling through her. That's what yeah. I'm trying to yeah. say. Yeah. yeah. And, and she was saying stuff about my aunt Sally on this, this tape. And a lot of it had come true, but those tapes were done like years before. Um, so I don't know if they were looking for answers to things, if they were, I'm sure they were trying to communicate with um, maybe people from their past. But again, I was so young. Yeah. Um, but when my dad died, I went to live with them for a while and oh my God, you guys. <sighs> Tell us. Was it event? <laughs> it was, I love them dearly, but it, that house, yeah. I, I mean, I couldn't, I, I couldn't go down a hallway to use the restroom without sitting there in my bed going, okay, okay. So you're just going to get up. You're just going to go. It's all right. Just, just get up, open the door, just go. <laughs> when you get to the end of the hall, turn on the light, shut the door. Everything's going to be okay. But it would take me like 15 minutes to, to psych myself up to use the restroom. So I get in there and I'm fine when I'm in there. But I had to go past this one bedroom, which is where they did their seances. And I, you know being you know crazy girl i spent like 20 30 minutes in there doing face masks <laughs> so i didn't have to leave and then i go okay now you gotta go back to bed oh my god okay here we go you're just gonna open the door you're just gonna run you're just gonna and i do the same thing every night during the day i was fine but one yeah. night mm -hmm. right crazy but one night i went you know um i'm going in there i'm going in there this is ridiculous I'm 13, <laughs> big girl, your dad just died. You're 13, what could scare you? And I did, I opened that door, turned the light on and it was a room full of, there was a round table in the middle and then she, they just had stuff everywhere. You know, it was just mm -hmm. stuff. And I found a horn. I found one of those horns that they, I, I don't know what they're called, but for seances was in there. And I found myself going in there and I would draw. I would like use my colored pencils and I'm not an art artist, but you know, as a kid, you know, you doodle. And anyway, I, I, I leave, I go, go to California because my dad and I, we moved there. <clears throat> and when my grandparents passed away, I came back and my aunt is like, Oh, I found all your drawings. And I'm like, oh. And I looked and, oh my God, you guys, I wish I had them. <coughs> Excuse me. I had drawn horses. I was very much an equestrian at the time. And I just had sat in there probably for hours and just drew horses and, and wrote stories. And, and of course, my mother never kept anything. And so I don't have it. But I was just drawn to that room and after they passed we they had someone come and bless this house and salt it they salted all the doorways all the windows um so my aunt and my mom really felt that this was not a safe place for okay. not weird strange yeah that? that is it sounds that like an attachment formation I just feel like the grandparents knew things. This is going back in the 70s, right? Oh, yeah. 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 This is the early 70s. This is like 72, okay. 73, when I was 12 or 13. Yeah. It sounds to me like they had a connection to the other side. I mean, they definitely like, did. Like, you know, some kind of but mediumship so where they that... can communicate. And, you know, you've told part of it, but who knows where else. And then you have. You know, through your life, you're having different That's, experiences, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's having some some type of, experience. but it's nothing bad. No, it's just like communication. No, and I don't, and I don't feel like it's bad. Um, somebody else, two other people have told me that. My friend Dwight, um, says I have a lot of people around me, and they're very protective. And my and my friend Chip Coffee told me the same thing, yeah. and and I 
I, so I feel a lot of comfort towards that. So I feel like, yeah, uh, okay. Yeah. Just respect everybody, yeah. res you know, that we respect each other, you know. Amazing. It's definitely amazing. I love yeah. the topic. I love the field. I love the supernatural. Mm -hmm. I think yes. it's, it's, um, it's, always, it's real. It's, it's, it's always, true. It's always evolving. You're always learning. There's yeah. You're always learning and, you know, I got to the point in our house where I actually asked the spirits to help clean up around here. Yeah, they don't listen. Well. I haven't seen that part yet. <laughs> help out around here. Are they still? Are they still visiting you though? Are you? Are you well, still we having? The house was cleared for okay. a while, um, and then you know, and things turned all, around a it, little bit. It's always going to be a little. It's always going to be tainted. I mean, you know. Whatever was here before we bought the, the house was here. Yeah. On the land. And some things, you know, I believe crossed or not, wherever they go. And then, unfortunately, some things find their way back to, it's like a magnet. They just find their way back to certain areas. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. It's scary at times. But, you know, we teach about it because we're living it. Right. Um, you know, and I always say appreciate, validate, and, you know, Look, if it, if some of these hauntings or your attachment was really bad, you'd know about it firsthand, because you know right. you, you never know what would happen. You know, let's look at the movie The Poltergeist. Um, all those unfortunate events, right? The curse of that yeah. movie. Yeah. The little girl crosses over. Right. The people that tampered with King Tut's tomb and the yeah. chain of people that died from that. So I do believe that there are curses. There are chain of events. And then other times they could just be friendly spirits and people who want to watch you go, you know, through this journey. Yeah. Yeah. I feel blessed that I have not felt anything, um, you know, horribly frightening that, you know, I have to reevaluate some stuff. Um, you know, I've had pretty good positive, you know, even the things that kind of frighten me, I'm kind of like, okay, there's nothing there. It's okay. And if it is, if whoever's there, they just sat on the bed, Jen. They just sat on the bed. They're not trying to hurt you because that has happened a lot. And let me tell you, have you ever had that with someone where you felt someone sit on? Yeah. Oh, it's, oh yeah. Yeah. The sitting on the bed one kind of gets me a little bit. And that happens yes. at my old house all the time in one room in particular, my daughter's room. So she stopped sleeping in there and moved into a, a guest room. And I had oh. to switch her room out. I mean, I was that bad for her. And I kept saying, nobody's trying to hurt you. You know, it's okay. I get it. I felt it. Mm -hmm. That is creepy, though, when you're in the, the bed room. goes down. You're in the oh, room by yourself and the bed. And you feel that. And it's, thing. and it's, it's, and that bed squeaked. So when you felt it and you heard it. <laughs> and at three o'clock in the morning, you know, there's no one in the room with you except maybe a spirit. So. <laughs> I've had sleep paralysis when we lived in New Jersey. I'll never forget this. We were renting an apartment and um, I was in the room alone and I just felt like I was like dazing in and out and the door yeah. shuts by itself. And all of a sudden I'm into this dream state. I'm trying to fight my way out of the dream. Like yeah. I'm getting pins and needles throughout my whole body. And I'm trying to fight myself out of it. I'm aware, but I can't do anything about it. It's as if they have control. And sleep paralysis is a real thing. Now, they, are, they do say that there's medical conditions that apply to that, mm -hmm. but there's also spirituality that applies to that as well. And yes. closing by itself and then that happening to me yeah. proves all truth that that did happen and it is scary. Yeah, it's the most horrifying feeling to not be able to move and you're wide awake. I, I used to have, this used to happen to me as a young girl into my teens. And I have not had that happen since I was a teenager, but it's real. And I remember Sylvia Brown kept saying, oh, sleep, it's just sleep paralysis. It's, she would always poo poo it, but mm -hmm. I don't know. I, yeah. I, there's something crazy about literally willing yourself to be able to move, you know, it's scary. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's very scary. It's, it's very, you know. I haven't had that in a long time, and I don't want to have it again. And I, I know. Chris had it. 
our son that happened to him too yeah Remember? it's definitely oh. scary and i think there's this spirituality connected to that whether it's an entity yeah. or it's some kind of force you know yeah hey really quick so with all the ufo news on on the actual news on fox and cnn and and um our military uh -huh. getting pictures of these things what's your thoughts oh i think it's awesome <laughs> i love all that i i listen i think how, how ignorant and arrogant of us to think that there aren't other, you know, things out in the world. I mean, I don't understand it or I've never seen it, but my mom has seen a UFO. My brother has, um, wow. I've never seen anything, but, um, I think it's cool. I mean, obviously pilots are seeing this, you know, we, we've seen wow. the uh, footage with the, uh, you know, the, the air force guys, you know, so I think it's interesting. And I think there's mm -hmm. so much more that they're not sharing with us. And I think it's, I think, I I think they're around us all the time. I do. I, I agree. I don't think they, they said that Russia doesn't have the technology. China doesn't have that technology because you can't stay in a, a craft yeah. with that G-force. You, you'll die. You'll yeah. crumble. Your body will just crumble. Yeah. I think it's amazing. And I think that it's real and some yeah. sort of sense that, it, you know, I think the government could explain it, but they don't want to. Yeah. They just shouldn't. Because yeah. you notice how they came out with a report like six months ago, and now we're still waiting for another report. And it's like, okay, yeah. well, where are we now? Yeah, they're just giving little tidbits, you know. Yeah. But they know. They know a lot no. more. You know, you know I think they, my thought on that is it would affect religion. Because in a lot of religions, yeah. in a yeah. lot of religions, there's no belief. Uh, we are the only ones. In religion. Um and I think that there's a possibility that we um, we just may not be alone. Jen, I think we lost her. No. Should I? But it's definitely interesting. <laughs> well, I think we lost Jen, but we lost the picture, so we don't know if we you could hear us or not. We did want to ask where people can find you. Well, she is everywhere on Facebook. Well, actually, she's on Instagram, and she's on Facebook, and you can find her there. Ugh. Yeah, so Jen is a she's great person, fun, exciting interview. Yes, she's amazing. She's such a sweetheart. Yeah, and we are just talking about UFO. So the aliens actually <laughs> shut down the broadcast. So when the, whoever's listening to this on the replay, the aliens did it. Oh, my they don't goodness. want us talking about this. Well, all right, Julie, tell everybody right, where. Well, uh, and we're sorry that we lost Jen, but you can find us next Monday night um, at eight o'clock, um, seven CT eight EST on one hundred five point three FM from New Orleans. And we want to thank Carnation for sponsoring this show. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for uh, the Angel Rock. All right, everybody, have a great, safe week. This is Horsefly Chronicles Radio. We are signing off, and we'll catch you next week. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Thank you, Jennifer. If you're listening, and to the listener out there, we're not alone. Thank you. Good night, everyone.